0: Hey designer! Ready to slay the new year? Well listen up! Leslie and I are big planners and I've always spent some time at the end of the year prepping for the new one. But Leslie really has this down in spades and today she's sharing how she blocks off an entire day and what practical things she does during that time. I know that if I set aside a whole day without a plan, I'd likely fall into the trap of busy work and leave feeling like I hadn't achieved anything. I love Leslie's practical advice in today's episode. She shares how she plans the day so she leaves with clear goals, actionable steps to get there, and a whole lot of content to kick off the year right. Today, you and I are together, all ears. Let's dive in. Hey, I'm Kate Bendewald. And I'm Leslie Myrick. We're interior designers who've been meeting every Friday for coffee to discuss the ins and outs, ups and downs of running our design business and decided to hit the record button.
1: We are designers getting coffee with each other, and now you. While some might choose to guard the hard-earned secrets of their design success, we've chosen to support, encourage, and empower one another to be the most kick-ass business owners possible.
0: Welcome to the Designers Getting Coffee podcast, real talk about running your design business with head and heart. Come join the conversation. Now this is episode 27, business planning to slay the new year. Good morning, Leslie. How are you?
1: Oh, girl! I feel like this is one of those mornings where things are just not quite going as
0: planned.
1: Oh, and even so many fall starts, and it's only eight thirty. Oh 8:30. my <laughs> gosh! But you know what? This is the last episode of season two. We are wrapping up for the holidays, so maybe this is just a a good time to take a break and get our stuff I think so. together. <laughs> For yeah. the next month so we Stuff, can come
0: back strong in January. not the word I would have used, yeah.
1: Well, I'm being a lady. I know. Yesterday,
0: <laughs> it happened to me again yesterday. I had a full designer for a day a meeting yesterday. It's a six-hour meeting. I was taking my girls to school and I was like, oh my gosh, my mom's out of town and my husband's out of town. Who's going to pick up my kid today? Like it's <gasps> all – Oh no. had, the mom being out of town, she normally picks up my oldest one from school – Uh, That was sort of a last minute thing. And I just, when she told me it didn't, I didn't, I wasn't firing on all cylinders. So it was like just a few hours before this six hour long meeting. And I had to figure out childcare. That ended up working out, but it was super stressful. And then I came home and I was supposed to make... Uh, some soup for that night and i spilled like raw chicken juice everywhere (laughs) pulling it out of the refrigerator i know so gross and then my dog peed on the floor and i was just like oh my gosh (laughs) okay (laughs) this was all before 8 a.m yesterday (laughs) so it's been one of
1: those weeks
0: let's do sleigh bells ring are you listening
1: it's time for some holidays for you i think
0: Oh my gosh. I am so excited for Christmas. Sleigh
1: carols. bells ring. Are we going to sing Christmas carols today? You're going to
0: miss our annual holiday karaoke sing-along this
1: year. Oh, I am. And your parties are legendary. I'm sad to not be there in person this year.
0: Anyway, well, I'm so excited. I um, I have to say for the listeners, I have no notes for today. I This is like Leslie's world. She does so good at setting herself up for the whole year in advance by... You take off a whole day, right, and do business planning. I do a, I love at least that. a half day,
1: if not a full day.
0: Okay. Well, I certainly do things at the beginning of the year to get prepared, and I'm sure it'll come up naturally. But you just have a very like deliberate, systematic approach to it. So I'm going to let you take the lead today. I'm sure I'm going to have lots of questions. I'll chime in on some of the things that I I definitely do as well. This is really like your zone of genius. So tell me, when do you take this day? off is it before
1: the first of the year oh yeah you cannot wait until january to plan for the new year you're already late by then (laughs) no i i am very much someone who loves to plan but if you
0: did if it was like the first or second or third you just straight up took a holiday like you'd be fine
1: right I mean, straight, yeah, but we're, we're talking the ideal Leslie Meyer art and design world and I do it in December. Yeah. It's one of those things that historically I found business really starts slowing down for me in November and I mean, really in December between uh, Thanksgiving and Christmas, I typically don't have a lot going on and it makes sense. You know, clients don't want to start new projects. They're already spending money on the holidays. They certainly don't want to be in the middle of a remodel. And so historically I found that time to be quieter and a good time to do this kind of planning. So I actually like to take time to do my annual planning in the first or second week of December. And I block that off on my calendar very far in advance. And I'm going to dive into this a little bit too, but I, I do the same thing every quarter. At the end of every quarter, I usually just take a couple hours, but I'll, you know, block off an afternoon. I'll go to a coffee shop, a nice change of scenery, you know, avoid distractions and just really dive into doing a quarterly review. But then I kind of do a more epic review and, you know, goal planning and strategizing for the new year. And it, it really is a day. And it doesn't need to be more than that. If you can really make some space on your calendar, sit down and focus, it's not something that needs to drag on or you know, take multiple sessions, you can get her done and really have your next year planned out, locked down, and a really, really solid strategy figured out pretty quick.
0: So what are you looking for during these sessions? What's like the very first thing that you do? And by the way, I need to be better at this. I've put these days on my calendar, but I've been bad at protecting them. Stuff comes up, and I'm just like, oh, I can move that. And I really want to get better at saying no and protecting that day once a quarter.
1: Well, that's a good goal for the next year, then, for sure.
0: Okay. Well, I think I'm going to put it on my calendar for each quarter. Where's my
1: notebook? (laughs) Yep. I have it just as a recurring calendar thing. (laughs) Yeah. And, you know, guys, this thing, this kind of time doesn't just happen you make a great point, Kate, that you really do have to be intentional. You have to set the time aside and you have to protect it because other things are always going to feel more urgent. This is the kind of stuff that falls in the category of important, but not urgent. And it is important and it needs to happen. And you cannot let the fires that come up push this big, important, big picture business work aside. So if you haven't done it already this year, don't worry. It's only early December when this episode is airing. You've got some time to look at your calendar, see if you can carve out a morning or an afternoon and work on this. And the way I do it, and I'm gonna back up and tell you a little bit about the quarterly planning because it all sort of plays in together. If you haven't done the quarterly, it's fine. You just do it for a year. So at the end of every quarter, I book an afternoon off and I said I go work at a coffee shop because who doesn't like a nice coffee treat? And I have a template. I know you're not at all surprised to hear this, that I have it all planned out. I ask myself, four questions and they are kiss questions. I got this from Michael Hyatt, who, if you guys aren't familiar with him, he's a huge on productivity. He's got a great podcast, lots of awesome resources. I really like his stuff and his questions. You know, you probably heard kiss as meaning keep it simple, stupid. Well, that's kind of what this is. It's four simple questions. What are you going to keep? What are you going to improve? What are you going to start? And what are you going to stop from the last quarter? Now you can apply this to the new year too. But I do it every quarter. I just quickly, I look, through, physically look through my Google calendar and say, okay, what do I want to keep? What worked well? What do I want to improve? What, you know, maybe didn't go as smoothly or I could have done better or learned something? What do I want to stop? What do I want to start? You know, is there something, a goal that I've been putting off? Is there something big that's come up that I really want to dive into? And really importantly, what do I want to stop? What has been on my calendar that is not serving me, that is not serving my clients, that is wasting my time, that was just something I should never have said yes to? It's really important to actually write all these down and get a sense of where you've been so you know where you're going. And then I spent a couple of minutes brainstorming and I asked myself the question, and I think I got this question from Marie Forleo, who I love. And the question is, because as much as I'm a planner and an organizer, guys, I'm not a visionary. I really struggle with big visions and I get really... Overwhelmed and scared because I'm like, I don't know how to get there. There's too many steps. But I ask myself the question. That really surprises me about you. I don't see you that way. I know. My husband is like this massive dreamer, and he wants this, that, and the other. And we have these conversations about big life dreams and goals. And he leaves exhilarated and excited. And I leave wanting to barf and die because I don't know how it's all gonna happen. (laughs) And it's so overwhelming to me. Like those those conversations make me anxious. So I've pushed myself to ask myself the question: wouldn't it be cool if? And this doesn't have to be anything reasonable. And sometimes you come up with crazy. Wouldn't it be cool if I made $500,000 next year? Wouldn't it be cool if I had a book? Like, you know, just spew out ideas. Most of them are going to be crap, but you never know what kind of things you'll think of if you just allow yourself to not get bogged down in the how and just let yourself wonder, wouldn't that be cool? Wouldn't it be cool if I I don't even know. Like Just let your mind go. There's no stupid answers at this point. And you don't have to show this to anybody. But I have found some really interesting things have come to the surface when I've asked myself that question that kind of get me going, oh, maybe that is something I want. Maybe that is something that it's worth working towards, but you have to take the time and space to actually ask yourself the question and see what comes of it. And then after I've done all that, I like doing, I could do, I'm sorry to interrupt. I could see doing that for
0: me in the, um, using the sticky note method. Yes. You just take like 10 minutes, turn on a timer or 20 minutes or 30 minutes, whatever, crank up some music and just for every wouldn't it be cool if you put it on a post it note and then just keep going and doing it visually that way for me would be super fun. Oh, this is great.
1: I love that. I always work in a Google Doc just cuz I like I you know I've done handwritten goals before and I think there's real value to that. For me, I love having them in Google Drive so that I can go back and review them and they're all in one place. But yeah, I absolutely think if visuals your thing, get a whiteboard, get post-its, get pretty colored gel pens and markers and have fun with this. Like it's meant to be a creative activity.
0: I can see myself like going and getting a nice hotel room somewhere yes. and doing oh, this for a day. I,
1: twice <laughs> a year, you know this Kate, I, have, I do I like know. my little, I do my Leslie retreats. I go away for a couple days and I try to not do work, but I just, I journal and I create and I have fun and just take a couple days to myself where I can sleep and my kids don't need anything from me because they're not there. And you could absolutely do a night or two in a hotel and just really take this time to think and be creative and cover the walls and post-its and rock it. You really can make this annual planning something that you look forward to and doesn't feel like this chore because it's really exciting. I mean, you're reviewing your life and planning what's going to come next for you and your business. And I think I love that you've got that visual side of it because I didn't think of that and I really like that.
0: I I mean, you know me. I'm always going to type that up in a Google Doc when I'm done. But for me, that act of like physically writing it down feels it's energizing for me. So anyway, I, okay. So you're asking yourself, wouldn't it be cool if, can you share any of the things that you've come up with
1: in the past? You know, I gave the example earlier, but like, wouldn't it be cool if I had a book and like, I've never thought of writing a book. And all of a sudden they kind of gave me this feeling like, huh, Mm -hmm. that would be cool. (laughs) Maybe that is something one day that I would want to do. Like, you know, just things that you don't even let yourself think because they feel scary, overwhelming, intimidating, too big, too whatever. And just see how you feel reacting to some of those when they come out of your mouth, because you might surprise yourself with some of the things. Remember that? Remember what?
0: Remember that time we were hanging out and we said, wouldn't it be cool if we had a podcast?
1: Exactly. And here (laughs) we are 27 episodes later. That's amazing. Yeah. Wouldn't it be cool if we had a podcast? Wouldn't it be cool if Kate built Designers Oasis? Wouldn't it be cool if I offered business coaching to brand new designers? And all these things have just come from these little sparks of ideas when we've set aside the time and space to allow ourselves to think like that and not be bogged down in the day-to-day stuff.
0: I think it's really important too. It seems at least for somebody like me, I don't know, you you seem like the type of person who appreciates this too, just getting yourself into an inspiring environment, making it, you know, sort of ritualistic in a way, getting out of your office. I think that can help Creative juices flow when you're you're in a, a really beautiful and creative space, uh, and just away from the day to day can can help generate ideas. Oh, I'm so excited to do this, and I kind of want to take a friend and go do this, but I don't want to. I'm afraid I would get chatty, Kathy. So we're going to get our own. Rice. Well, that's
1: the thing is, I like doing this alone. Alone, yeah. Just <laughs> I'm a lone ranger, but I'm also an introvert, so this is really energizing to me. Yeah. But yeah, it yeah. might be something that you want to help. I mean, you might want to do your quarterly reviews alone, but then come together for brainstorming. If that's something if you've got a great design buddy that can yeah. be be a help for you in that.
0: Yeah. No, I wouldn't be doing it together with them all day, but just some maybe at the end of the day getting together and talking about it. Anyway, okay, so you so let's your review. So you do the quarterly the kiss questions, keep, improve, start, stop. Wouldn't it be cool if and then there's one more
1: And then I take a few minutes to kind of revise my 90-day action plan. So I look at everything that I'm going to keep, improve, start, and stop. And I see if it's still in line with my goals and my big visions for the business. And if there's things I have to change, if there's some course correcting to be done, I just make notes on that. Like, you know, maybe there's a goal that doesn't fit anymore that I'm going to let go of. Or, hey, you know, it's the end of third quarter and I haven't really made progress on this one goal I said I wanted to work on. So how can I put that in my calendar and make some traction on that? So I just take a look at what the next what I can accomplish in the next 90 days. I try not to get too crazy far ahead of myself, but
0: what are the types of things in your 90-day action plan?
1: You know, I'll just make notes of, you know, say I'm looking at my weeks and I'm realizing I have lots of client work, but I've been prioritizing website updates or things like that that aren't moving the needle as much. I might just block off time for those business development things, but less time and more time for clients or if I realize I've been putting off a goal, commit to taking one step that I have for that goal. Just These are kind of ways of steering the ship. You know, you've probably heard like you can't steer a ship that's not moving. You have to keep moving, but it's really important to pause and see where your ship is pointing. And if it's not going where you want it to, these are the these are the little adjustments you can do to course correct and get you back on the track that you said you wanted to be on at the beginning of the year. So that's what I do quarterly. And then annually is that plus. (laughs) We haven't even gotten to that big one. Well, I mean this is part of it too. Like I said, if you guys if you haven't done this quarterly and you Just coming into it annually, it's the same model. You're just going to have more data to go through for the year. So, annually, I've got my usually it's a Thursday or Friday in December. I block off the day, I go somewhere nice. I like coffee shops. I love having people around me, but that aren't talking to me. (laughs) I just love that like (laughs) background energy, but I'm like, leave me alone to work. And so, I will review my quarterly notes from the year. And guys, you don't even realize how far you've come until you make notes like this and you look back and you go, holy crap, like, look what I've accomplished. Look what I have improved. It's, it's really amazing and encouraging to go back and look over your year and see what you've done because we get, you know, it's like with parenting, the days are long, but the years are short. (laughs) Like you get kind of bogged down with the day to day and suddenly a year goes by. And if you don't take the time to look and realize you don't even know how many great things you've done and how far you've come. So review that, give yourself a big fat pat on the back while you drink your super sugary latte. And then I do, you know, the final kiss model for the year. I do the last quarter. And then here's what I do differently for the annual planning. And this is why I take a day to do it. Every year I draw up a five by five grid. I guess I'm looking at it now. It kind of looks like a bingo card, but we're not playing bingo. And what I have in that is I have four big business goals in one personal goal for the year. Oh, I guess it's a six by five grid, I was wrong. So I have all my business goals across the top and then I have five action steps for each goal that I need to take throughout the year. And so, I mean, this is a one visual way to do it. You could do this any way you want, but basically the idea is you wanna figure out what your big goals are for the year, and figure out the steps that you're going to need to take to get there. Just having a goal on the wall is intimidating AF, but when you can say, okay, I can, I can tackle this this week, I can add an opt-in form to my website, that's one step towards my goal, that really helps. And mine is literally above my desk with big X's over the steps that I have achieved this year. And it's really cool to see how much you can get done when you have your goals written down and right in front of you.
0: That last piece is really important because I have most certainly done some Iteration of what you're talking about, right? So planning and coming up with things that I know I want to achieve right now. I've got so many ideas about designers oasis. Like if you saw my spreadsheet of (laughs) things that I want to create and build for other designers to be able to run their businesses, it's a lengthy list, but I don't have anything like out in front of me that I'm seeing every single day. And so I think that is going to be one of the things I look forward to doing the most is, you know, let me take that list and take You know, the three or four heavy hitters, the ones that are super important, put them in there and then create those action steps and then print the mofo out.
1: Print it in pretty colors with your branding and your logo, make it legit.
0: Oh, you guys, she has the best desk. She's got all the things on her desk and surrounding areas that she needs to have on the day-to-day to keep these ideas in front of her and to keep things fresh so that it creates a level of focus. And it's very inspiring. I wanna I want
1: re-jazz my desk area to put these things right in front of me. <laughs> yeah, I will say I have a bulletin board right above my desk. I think you have the same setup, Kate. And while I would love for it to be covered with pretty fabrics and client stuff that's elsewhere in the office. The board above my desk has my goals, my financial goals. Um, it has my, my rate sheet. So when I'm on a consultation call, I've got all my design package info and rates and it just got like, it's good encouraging businessy stuff, but this is the stuff I need to be seeing to make progress throughout the year. And I know you guys are probably wondering like, well, what kind of goals should I set? I'm going to tell you what my goals were from this year. Because it's right in front of me and I can do that. So goal number one was to increase my mailing list to 2,500 subscribers. And that's my not my coaching mailing list. That's also a new goal I have. But that's just my main mailing list. Business goal number two was to finish, photograph, and pitch my Texas home project to get it published. Goal number three was to book five coaching clients goal number four was to increase my revenue to 350k which guys that is laughable right now because of the move and the business I am not even anywhere close to that for this year
0: I totally get it a move across the country
1: will. I mean like it's just embarrassing how far I am off of that but you know well, it, it's a goal it's understandable it's like, you know aim for the moon keep it for next year have you guys ever heard that cheesy quote like aim for the moon and even if you miss you'll land among the stars I'm still doing okay even if I don't get there I will be happy with what I accomplish. sure you've you've and My personal goal is a bit more abstract, but for me, my word of the year has been thrive, and my goal personally was thrive physically and emotionally. And that's not really a goal; that's sort of like a an ideal. But I do have things that I'm doing—five things that I'm choosing to do that will help me get to that point. So your goals don't have to be that; they can be. Do you remember
0: last week? Yeah, you remember last week when I was cheerleading sleep as being like a thing that's so that I. All of a sudden at 37, realized it's super important. <laughs> anyway, I had a good streak there. I was sleeping great. Uh, this week was a little bit challenging, but I'm going to catch up this week and hopefully get back into the game. This is fantastic, Leslie. Oh, I I'm love so it. glad. I love this stuff, and I know you, you guys. I know. I'm super excited. I'm going to go book myself a Banging little hotel room somewhere. I already know where I want to go. Can't remember the name of it, but it's in San Antonio. Oh, and is it the resort I, I went to, Black
1: of... Cantera? Because that place is phenomenal. Uh,
0: that is a beautiful place. No, it's not that one. Anyway, okay. So you're doing your your fourth part of your quarterly review. You're writing down your four big business goals plus a personal goal. Um, And then you're breaking those out into five
1: action steps.
0: So can you take one of your business goals and give us an example of what some of the action steps would be? Like, let's take your mailing list for example. Yeah, that's a
1: perfect one. That's the one I was thinking of. Okay, so here are the five, I guess, action items or steps that I have on my to-do list, my goals list for the year. Number one is brainstorm an opt-in idea to attract ideal clients. I did that and it's my new freebie about budget planning. And number two, design the opt-in PDF, make it beautiful and valuable. That's done. Number three was to create and launch a paid ad to attract ideal clients. I've done that. I've got the Google ads running. Um, Number four was to add opt-in forms to my website, which I have done and Five is to add all new contacts to my email list. So people that I meet in person, you know, in a business context to send them a friendly email and say, you know, great to meet you. I love blah, 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 blah. Say something personal. I've got this mailing list. I think you'll love it. I'm going to add you to it. If it's not your jam, feel free to unsubscribe. That's a way that I've been able to get new people that might not have gone to my website, get them on my list with their permission. And I don't have that one crossed off because it's kind of an ongoing task, but you can, you can see how... Increase my mailing list to twenty five hundred is kind of overwhelming. It's like okay, but how do I actually grow my mailing list? These are the steps that I'm taking. So if you can start, those are very.
0: I think that I think the takeaway here, what I'm getting from it, is that they're extraordinarily specific. Yes. and actionable. So they're starting with nouns, right? Create, do, build, add.
1: Design. Yes, they're action items. And some, you know, some might take a week, some might just take a couple hours. There it's there's not a a limit. It's really just okay, what what's the next step I need to take and what is the order it needs to go in to get the end result. I will say guys, while I've while I've you know checked the boxes, my mailing list isn't where I want it yet. That doesn't mean I've failed. I set a goal and I've taken the steps and I've done what's in my control. And next year I can say, okay, what is, you know, to get where I want to be, what are the next things I can be doing? What can I do differently? What can I improve next year? But for now, I'm just, I'm proud of myself for doing all those things.
0: What that just says is, I'm sorry, I'm a really ambitious person. (laughs) Sorry, not sorry. (laughs) Uh, Sorry, not sorry. Sorry, not sorry, guys. Be ambitious, work towards them. Don't judge yourself on, did you hit that mark 100%? It's like, did you do the work? Did you show up? Did you do all that you knew how or could or learn the things. I will tell you right now, I've recognized like I can design the F out of stuff. I can build templates. I can create stuff. I can do the client's work. I I can run a business. What I really know zilch about is online marketing. Interior design is, a, is not so much of an online business. So there's different marketing techniques and tactics used there. Building an international audience for an online business has a very different set of tools in the marketing world. You just do things differently for an online business. And I don't know any of that. So that's one of my big goals for this year is learning how to do it right, how to do it better. And I'm really paying attention to people like Amy Porterfield, um, who's a boss at that, that sort of thing. And being willing to invest a bit in like, okay, Amy, tell me what I need to do.
1: (laughs) Toby Fairley is another great one. She's actually who I'm coaching with right now. And she's got a really good podcast, the Design You podcast. And she's really into sort of transitioning into a more online space for designers and scaling and marketing. And I've learned a lot from her. So that's been really, really valuable. That's fantastic.
0: Oh, I'm so excited. Okay, so now I see on here, you've also got some work that you do for your editorial calendar. Why don't you talk about that a little bit?
1: Yes. So the goals- And can you do mine? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'll, th- you'll, you'll be able to nail it down in an afternoon. So this, the reason I take a full day to do this at the end of the year is because goals and your annual review is only half of it. The next thing I do to slay the next year. Okay, I got to say, when we were talking about the title. Can we spell it S-L-E-I-G-H? I know. Kate and I were dying (laughs) laughing when we decided to title this business planning to slay the new year because we're like, it's like slay, like Beyonce cool, but then it's also like Santa's slay. I don't know. We're nerds. So you do your goals. And then the, the second thing that I do is I create my editorial calendar, wait for it, for the entire year. Everyone asks me like, how do you know what to write on your blog and Facebook Because I plan it a year in advance. And then this is the best part, guys. It is a brain strain of an afternoon to come up with all these ideas and put them into place. But then you don't have to think about it for a year. It is so worth it. I have a fancy schmancy Google spreadsheet and it is my master planning calendar. I have, I mean, it's epically nerdy. I've got like a Gantt chart, look at projects and what's going on. It goes week by week. And then every week, I also have my blog topic, the topic of my email that's going out to my subscribers, the topic going out to my business coaching people, my awesome followers about the Biz Tip Monday email. I have my Facebook and Instagram Live topic. And I also have like noteworthy dates and events that should be mentioned or talked about that week. So that is a crap ton of content to come up with every single week a blog post, two different emails, a Facebook and Instagram Live show. I mean, it's a lot and you know if you're just showing up every week going okay what do i talk about today you are going to waste so much brain space and time i was going to say that just feel that's why i have not done it for the last year this this method has been like literally life changing for me because i get to show up every week and i've already done the hard work of planning i just get to show up and create. So here is what I do. I do a massive brain dump. I just get a blank sheet of paper or a Google doc. And my goal is to brainstorm 100 content ideas, which is great because I really only need 50 to 75. So I make sure I have some extras And I'm going to share a couple of resources with you guys that have been super, super helpful for me because I know it sounds like, wait, how do you even come up with a list of a hundred things to talk about? Two online resources I have found really helpful, and we'll link these in the show notes. Marie Forleo, love her. She has this Awesome thing on her website. And it is, I'm going to pull it up so I can read it properly. It's called The Ultimate Guide to Creating Fresh Content Ideas, 100 plus prompts included. It's one of her Marie TV episodes. And there's such great information there to help you brainstorm and kind of get out of your not thinking well funk. Love that one. And then there's also the HubSpot blog topic generator. This thing is super cool and we'll link it up as well. You literally just enter a noun to get started. So interior design. And then it will spew out a bunch of post-topic ideas to get you thinking about what you could write about. Like, you know, the biggest misconceptions about interior design, what the average person doesn't know about interior design, things that'll just get you starting to think of new ways to frame the information and the knowledge you already have. So if brainstorming is not your jam, those are two great places that I can point you to get started. That is so fun. It, it gets to, Once you get rolling, it's fun. I hate starting it every time. I might need two days. <laughs> and you know, that's true. I've been doing this for a few years now. So it's become a little bit more I've gotten used to the rhythm. I have my lists from previous years I can refer to. Yeah, I mean, you might want to give yourself some more time. Don't feel like if you can't crank this out in an afternoon that you've somehow failed at this. That's not the point. The point is just to sit down, take the time you need and plan this in advance so that you can be freed up next year to just create the content and do your most important things. And you're not sitting there every week for an hour wondering what you're going to write that day. I would do it a month out. And that's you know that's good too if that suits your your personality and your working style more I think that's great.
0: I could yeah I could see doing it a month I I want to try to do the year thing I I want to at least attempt it but I could see if that starts to get overwhelming doing it a month out or even a, on a quarterly basis when you do that quarterly check in that could be another good time to do it if the annual thing felt overwhelming cuz I know when I was blogging reg when I was blogging regularly I would focus on, and I see you have similar notes here, on a specific topic for the month. You know, I had a month where we did focus on kitchens or bedrooms. And I, like – would focus it specifically around the time of year that I wanted people to be thinking about this. So springtime, you know, I'm going to start to be thinking about content for outdoor living, outdoor dining, outdoor entertaining kitchens. I'm going to start to generate that content around July (laughs) or August, which can be tricky because that's when a lot of people are doing a lot of travel, but a lot of clients who want kitchen renovations and want it done in time for the holidays, just start thinking about it way too late. So that, that might even be something that I consider focusing on more like January or February, like, hey, remember those pain points you just experienced this last holiday season? Like, let's get on top of this now. I just photographed house that we started a year ago, and it wasn't even a renovation. (laughs) I mean, it was, it was refinishing all of the existing surfaces, but so, okay, this is so fun. What
1: else is there? Yeah, I love your I love your take about doing monthly or quarterly, if annual feels too overwhelming. I think that's a great, great starting place. And yeah, the, the monthly schedule is really helpful too, because I used to just plan ideas and like, I don't know what fits. And so I've created an editorial calendar for myself, like you said, with a monthly theme. And it's, you know, I actually, I looked at some shelter magazine editorial calendars, see what they're talking about. And also just things that, like you said, Kate, make sense for your clients at certain times of and that helps the brainstorming too, because it means I know. Okay, you know, I I talk about kitchens in February, and so I know I need, I want to come up with four great ideas. It might be sharing a kitchen project. It might be teaching about best kitchen layouts. It might be talking about material. Like there's so many ways, and when you have those monthly themes to jump off, it can really help you brainstorm ideas too. It doesn't feel like holy crap, I need 52 great blog topics, and I don't even know where to start. Creating a framework for yourself makes it so much more manageable.
0: Idea generation has never been an issue for me. I'm a seven. I'm an enthusiast. (laughs) I've got content ideas ideas for days. Um, But we need to do this together. I want your brainstorming. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, maybe, maybe we can uh, Skype or FaceTime at some point when I do my retreat. But, you know, I think the thing that is helpful here is taking all of that content and getting it into an organized fashion that outlines it in a very specific way. And all I have to do is, I mean, I've already been doing it. I just, I want to set a goal to try to plan it for a year and then execute it for a year because I love blogging. I do. Um, And I, it's one of those things like the quarterly check-in that I, I always let, Project work because it pays the bills, <laughs> you know. Yeah, it does take, take over and
1: be a priority. And well, that's also why I've learned to get more effective and efficient with this because I can't afford to have it take me a week. Like, I, I, I can do a day, but it really has to get done. And I will say, I you know I mentioned earlier, I never have to think about it again. Not entirely true. You know, I'll work through the year and suddenly a topic might not feel right anymore. And I jiggle things. I will say, I'm going to pull it up right now. So sorry if you hear me clicking around, but you know, looking at the rest of the year. I know this is going live in December, but spoiler alert, we're recording this in November. I've got three weeks where I don't have Facebook Live topics ready. And I've got two weeks coming up. I don't have blog topics ready because I have moved things around. I've moved things up. So yeah, this is the time of year where you might be filling in some gaps, but it's a lot easier to come up with five ideas than it is to come up with a whole month's worth and feel like you're just drained coming up with ideas. Maybe I'm just not an idea generator type person, which is why this works for me. If you have if you are prolific and you're spewing out ideas, I admire you and good on you. Put it in a calendar and make it work for you.
0: This is great, Leslie. I am super pumped. I'm inspired. I want to go book a hotel room tonight. Do <laughs> I it. Think I, can, I don't think I can get away with that, but um anyway, this is fun. I would love to hear from our listeners. What are you guys doing? What are your plans to plan? Plans to plan? And yeah, just, I think this is so important too, to, to make it a priority in your business. And I feel, I feel regenerated before we go. Let's talk. So this is the end of season two. It is. We'll be back. Bye guys. We love you. I don't want to say when we'll be back because we haven't talked about that date. <laughs> we're going to be back early 2020.
1: Well, it's, it's in our, it's in our calendar, but we'll have to see how December goes. And we're doing some behind the scenes updating and just kind of, you know, the, The more you do things, the more you learn as you go and we're making some improvements and we hope to be back. We will be back hopefully early January. Yeah, absolutely.
0: In the meantime, you guys go to the website and we have a section there where you can contact us and we would love to hear your ideas for show topics. I have plenty of ideas, but I really want to know what you guys are interested in learning more about. This season, we really focused on growth where the first season was more focused on like really kickstarting your business. So what do we want to focus on for this next season. I'm super pumped. I want to hear from you guys. Go to designersgettingcoffee.com.
1: Yeah. And also this is episode 27. So you guys know every 10th episode is a Q&A. So that means when season three starts, we've got a Q&A episode coming up soon. So definitely reach out, send us what you got. We would love to build a whole show around it or answer specific questions you have in our upcoming Q&A episode.
0: Awesome. Remember to download your free mini business toolkit at designersgettingcoffee.com. Inside, you'll find the install day box checklist, a handy reference guide with typical design project hours, our favorite design and business tools we use and more. Grab yours at designersgettingcoffee.com.
1: And then go book a day in your calendar to slay the next year by doing some advanced planning and your girl Leslie's here to help. If you want to message us on Instagram, if you're getting stuck, we're here for you. Let's get this done together, guys. Awesome.
0: All right. Have a great weekend. Slay. Bells
1: ring. Have a great holiday time. Uh We'll see you in the new year. Oh, God. She's singing. (laughs) All right. See you later, guys. Bye, guys. Hey, designer. Thanks for sharing part of your day with us. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and leave a review on iTunes so we can continue to connect with badass design bosses like you. We love to hear your feedback.
0: For more Designers Getting Coffee and to join the conversation, head over to designersgettingcoffee.com for show notes, free downloads, and more. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram at designersgettingcoffee.